You have tuned into Breaking the Mask of Depression with your host, Diva with Depression. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to Breaking the Mask of Depression with me, your host, the Diva with Depression. How are you guys doing? I hope everyone is doing well. Number one, the weather is crazy. One minute we got on a sheepskin, the next minute we got on a bikini. We don't know which one is, but I don't know, is the climate, is it the climate? I don't know, but it's crazy. Um, the world is at war, things are wars going on, and, you know, the holidays are coming, and the COVID numbers are going up, so you guys please be careful. I'm not, you know, I don't, I have the sniffles, um, but I had COVID last year. I wouldn't want to have it again, but I don't want to wear a mask, <laughs> and I know a lot of people don't, but I have seen people um, have started going back to masking, so be careful um, that besides, you know, the weather and COVID, um, there are just a few bugs floating around. The flu is really bad this year, so Make sure you take your vitamins and, you know, if you must go somewhere in close contact with people, maybe wear a mask or, you know, just social distance for a while because I wouldn't want anybody to get sick. Um, what else is going on? Well, I share with you guys um, that I've been in this spiral for um, almost a year now and it seems to be getting worse and worse and worse. And... I, I really can't explain it. Um, I was trying to explain it to my cousin, um, but it's sort of like a feeling of, I told her, a feeling of nothingness. You know, there's just, you're, you're in between stages or um, I feel like the trauma is, is, you know, trying to open up, but it's not. <laughs> so you're just really in a state of mental anguish limbo. And so, you know, I know many of you understand how that is. I still go to therapy. I'm still taking my medication, but it's just a feeling that things are kind of out of control. So <clears throat> maybe if I tell all of you guys, then, <laughs> you know, you can keep an eye on me. But no, really. Um, and I know a lot of people. Um, I'm not just saying that the world is a shit show. Uh, the world really is a shit show. There's just so much going on. And I know a lot of people are struggling you know, finances and um, job-wise and everything is so fucking expensive and, you know, the government doesn't want to admit that we're in a recession. So it's it's a lot. It's a lot on everyone's plate. And when you add having a mental illness to that plate um, with its own um, everything, <laughs> then it gets to be kind of hard. So I'm going to talk to you guys today about the holidays and, <clears throat> you know, for, for many different reasons, the holidays are not always exciting for everyone. You have people that have lost someone close to them. You have people that are alone. You have people that are just homebodies and they don't really want to interact too much. You have situations where you know, your family is not <laughs> the best, and so you don't really want to 
spend the days and um, the whole day or, you know, go to festivities with people that you're just not comfortable with. And no less that, like I said, um, you know, seasonal affective disorder is a thing. It's starting, it gets dark very, very early. And so, you know, it sort of cuts down our time of, you know, that we can um, hang out a little bit, especially people that have to work full time. And I remember when I was working, it felt good to take a little walk, you know, um, on the way home from work, just to get a little bit of extra sunlight. But in the wintertime, you can't do that. So um, there's a lot to, to contend with. Um, so listen, we are in the trifecta. Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. And nobody's ready. <laughs> know if you're ready I'm not ready um first of all Thanksgiving is early so it's the 23rd instead of the 28th and I think that it completely threw everybody off I know um people have called me about getting cakes and I didn't realize I don't think they realize either that it's early this year so um I've been baking thank God for baking because it does help me get out of my head a little bit but you have Thanksgiving, and then you have Christmas, and then you have the New Year. And sometimes you cannot afford to get, you know, gifts for people. You can't afford to have people over. Um, and it's just a lot, you know, it's a lot to do. Um, I was um, reading something that somebody that I follow, they were like, they're not cooking dinner. <laughs> um, <clears throat> they have too many other responsibilities and they don't want to cook and you know what I understand I fully understand um <laughs> I'm the cook in in my immediate family um but I'm not cooking anything um just for being by myself um I know people have asked oh what are you making what are you making Nothing. Uh, I think that I'm going to DoorDash, guys. <laughs> and you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. You know, why put pressure on yourself? I know, you know, when my kids were younger, it was always a lot of pressure. You got to go out and get the gifts and, you know, get them what they want. But as they got older and as I got older, I realized that we put unnecessary pressure on ourselves, trying to make everything perfect, to trying to have these... uh Hallmark movie holidays and you know it's a lot of work so um, I was saying that some people are alone like me you know the empty nester my babies are in different states so you know we don't have both holidays to get you know all three holidays I should say together so that's you know that's a lot because I miss my kids <laughs> um, and so, you know, that's a thing, empty nester thing. Um, like I said, people grieving. You know, I I lost my grandfather a few days before Christmas um, in 1985. And I don't think that my um, holidays have been the same since then. And, you know, it's just every year, you know, it's something different um, going on. And then um, after I lost my sister, it, it's hard to um, it's hard to to celebrate and live. And it doesn't matter how long, you know. Like I said, Grandpa was 1985. 
um, my sister was in like 2018. Grief never ends. And, and I want people, I'm going to keep saying it. I want people to understand that your loved one is gone forever. So your grief lasts forever. You just, uh, one of my friends said today, you just learn how to live with it. And so the holidays can bring on memories of the people that have gone on. And some, you know, of course you can laugh and smile at memories, but you also miss that person being there and being in your life. So, you know, if you are in the position of um, grieving, you know, it doesn't matter if it's newly grieving, um, maybe find somebody to talk to, you know, there is, and I think I have this on my website, there's an organization called Grief Share, and they um, have support groups in different areas. So maybe, you know, go on one of those sites. I have a few other sites that I have listed in my book. And so if you find yourself in a place where your grief is taken over, please feel free to contact me and I will give you the information so you can find some someone to talk to. Um, the holidays can be a beast. They can really, really be a beast. Over 80% of people experience holiday stress. Isn't that something? Over 80%. That means that all of us are running around like a chicken without a head, <laughs> trying to, you know, get everything perfect. And it doesn't have to be perfect. You know, um, I know that we had started a tradition that every year um, someone different would pick what we did. For Christmas dinner <laughs> and when it was time for my oldest daughter to choose <laughs> she chose for us to go out and you know what we had such a good time you know um, at first we laughed because she wouldn't cook and she wanted to go to a Chinese restaurant but you know once we all got together and we went out we had the best time and that's that's a memory that we're gonna remember forever because we really really did enjoy ourselves and nobody had to wash dishes Nobody had to cut up collard greens. <laughs> Nobody had to cut up potatoes for the potato salad. We went out and I, we had a great time. And, you know, that just goes to show you that it's, the holidays are in your heart. I know it sounds corny, but holidays are in your heart. It's a matter of who you're spending it with and what you're doing when you're together. Um, my aunt, um, Willie, used to be, her house was the headquarters. <laughs> um, for Christmas breakfast and we looked forward to it every single year I mean she was an amazing cook so we're looking forward to some good food but it was a chance for all of us to get together and um, we haven't done it since she passed away that's many many years but those are memories that we hold in our heart you know since I was younger so we'll remember that forever and so Try your best to just be with the people that you love. Be with the people that bring you joy. Be with people that don't bring no bullshit with them, which is my next <laughs> story. Family is probably the biggest issue when it comes to holiday stress. There could be toxic family members. There could be drama within your family. There could be abusers in your immediate family. And so that brings like a whole nother set of issues. You are expected to be 
at family gatherings and no one wants to hear that you don't want to be there and they especially don't want to hear why you don't want to be there but it's it's a horrible feeling to have to sit for hours with people that bring toxic behavior into your life and nobody wants to say it out loud but there's a lot of people in families that bring the drama and they are toxic and they are abusive and you know I understand when you're younger you know you you're obligated to go to family gatherings or you know because your parents say that you have to go but as you get older you need to understand and I'm talking to myself too you need to understand that there's no contract you know there's no um there's nothing that says that you have to be in the an environment that um is bad for your mental health um I know one year uh, one of our <laughs> memories is you know a fight broke out at our one of our holiday dinners at my aunt's house and you know it was it's you chuckle when you think about it but imagine how much tension was in our you know in in the in our family gathering for a fight to break out you know like for for it to bubble over to for two people to ha two family members to start fighting um i was at another family gathering um not my immediate family, not my family. Um, and, you know, alcohol and broken bottles <laughs> was involved. And, you know, who wants to be around that, you know? So um, you don't have to go. You know, you don't, you don't have to go. And if you do have to go, then, you know, come up with a plan. You know, I remember, um, and this isn't just the holidays, but... Every time I saw my grandmother, um, she would tell me how fat I was. And, you know, at the time, you know, of course, you're not going to say anything to granny, <laughs> you know. And but that was the first thing that she would say to me, you know, when I was, you know, started gaining some weight. And <clears throat> she, you know, she'd say that. And that that sits with me. And listen, that, don't mess with my granny. Um, but. <clears throat> You know, um, that that's something that hurt my feelings, and it's something that I had to be subjected to every single time I saw her, which was a lot. So you have to sit with that, you know. Um, you have the aunt. Uh, I saw a meme or, you know, a little video of the different aunties <laughs> that you have. And one of them was the auntie that thinks that she's better than everybody. She's got her nose sticking up in the air. <laughs> um, then you got the uncle who's getting drunk all the time and being inappropriate. And I've had one or two of those. Um, and, and so that's why I say um, you could be in the presence of someone that was abusive and abusive, emotionally abusive, um, physically abusive, even sexually abusive, um, when it's within your family. If these things happen within your family, and this is a secret, nobody knows. Um, so your mom and dad are telling you, you have to go. But they don't know why you don't want to go. They don't know why 
you um, are sick when you're around certain people. They don't know why you're quiet or afraid, you know, when you're around certain people because you've never, nobody knows, you know, what's going on with you. So it's, it's hard, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult. Um, and even if it's not, you know, say you're going, you bring you, you and your mate, partner and your kids are going to a, a family gathering but what if y'all ain't getting along and so then you got to spend two three hours trying to pretend that everything is okay and it's not you know so there are there are a multitude there's a of reasons why you don't have to be at everything you know I had a few events over the past year that I didn't go to because I knew that I was in a bad place mentally, number one. And number two, I knew that I would not be able to sit around people that I that trigger my anxiety and my panic attacks um, for hours at a time. So I, I had to fall back. I had to say no. And so if you are in that position, say no. You know, or if you have to go, I was, um, I did a presentation last night and I was saying, you know, if you must go, try to make it fun, <laughs> you know, um, take you, take your best friend with you so you can sit in the corner and talk about the family members that you don't like, <laughs> um, or give yourself a time limit, you know, say I'm going to go for an hour and then I'm going to leave. And if you don't want to say, well, I'm only staying an hour because I don't like half of y'all. <laughs> you could say, I'm staying for an hour or so, but then I have to leave because I'm going to another um, house for Thanksgiving or Christmas, you know, whatever. But, and stick to the time limit. Don't force yourself to stay somewhere that you're not comfortable with. Um, you know, you, you have that cousin that you don't know <laughs> or you don't fuck with and um, <laughs> you don't want to be around the toxic cousin um, and, and you know it's a major blow it's a major blow to your mental health to be in toxic situations and I'm here to tell you that panic attacks are no fucking joke I mean there are levels to it you know there are some that are just minor and you know you may just um, be uncomfortable but then there I've heard of panic attacks mimicking heart attacks you know you're you're losing your breath your your body is hurting um, you're shaking and so who, who wants to you know purposely go through that bullshit so you're staying an hour you're gonna stay an hour and you're gonna leave <laughs> If you have to stay longer than an hour, you know, make sure that you, um, there are people that are going to be there that you want to see that bring you joy. So maybe, you know, try to just make sure if you have to be there to stay with the people that you, th whose company you enjoy, you know, um, because, you know, not everybody there is going to be toxic. <laughs> um, you're going to have family and friends there that you truly, truly wanted to see and you truly enjoy. So try to make sure that you stick with them. 
Um, keep yourself busy. You know, maybe ask if there's anything that you can do. Um, maybe you can hang out with the, the kids and keep them busy. You know, just try to find something to occupy your time while you're there. Um, catch up with catch up with your friends, catch up with your cousins, um, but always, always, always have a time limit and an escape plan if you must. And when I say escape plan, I mean take your own damn transportation. <laughs> so you don't have to wait for anybody to drive you home. If you got to take public transportation, then you make sure that you set up that Uber so it can get there in time. Or, you know, hey, I'm sorry, I have to leave. I've got my train leaves at 5.15, so let me leave and go catch my train. Um, oh, you know, I'm sorry, I got to leave because I'm eating so-and-so for drinks. You know, have a good escape plan. And, you know, you showed your face, you showed up, and that's what matters. You did, you did what you were obligated to do. And now it's time for you to leave and do what you really want to do. Do what really brings you joy. Um, I, I was laughing about bringing the bestie with you, but really, that's a good idea. You know, bring a friend, you know, and um, spend time with them, you know, and, and introduce them into your group that you enjoy being with. And you'll always have some, someone to talk to. My kids, um, <laughs> every time we go somewhere, it's the two of them. You know, they come in, they speak, and of course they'll talk to other people. But they're, sis they're sisters and they're up under each other um, when they go out, when we go out. Um, so having a sibling is always a good thing because you always have somebody to talk to. Um, I know when I go somewhere and... Uh, my brothers and I are together. It's hilarious, but <laughs> it's it's um, it takes your mind off of whatever might be making you feel uncomfortable when you're laughing and joking. So escape plan, uh, have somebody go with you. Keep yourself busy. If you're if you decide to host, guess what? There is no reason why you don't have to cater or you make sure that you tell people I'm bringing, I'm going to make three dishes. Everybody else is responsible for the side dishes and the, you know, the beverages and different things like that. But um, I know with me, when I'm hosting something, it, it helps me because I'm doing something. So it keeps me occupied. I'm cooking. I'm serving, I'm, you know, making sure that everybody has things to do. So it keeps me busy. So sometimes hosting, you know, being in your own territory, that might make you feel better. So offer to host, but make sure that you have lots of help um, with prepping the food or, you know, whatever you decide to do. And we're not just talking Thanksgiving, you know, we're talking about Christmas, you know, like I said, we have, used to have Christmas brother breakfast, my whole family. Um, if you have two, you know, if your partner has a family gathering on their side and you have a family gathering on your side, then you split the time. Um, if you have young babies or children, 
you know, that's a lot of work to get them all bundled up and, you know, pack up everything and you're taking them from one place to the other. So the same goes for Christmas. There's nothing wrong with you saying we're going to stay home and spend time um, with each other for the Christmas holiday. We'll see you guys tomorrow or maybe try to see people on Christmas Eve. So that way on Christmas Day, you get to relax and, you know, enjoy yourself. Um, we started a tradition. We would have the same pajamas <laughs> every year. And that's what we did. And whoever came over, they had their pajamas and we would hang out watching TV, eating, um, sleeping, <laughs> you know, after your belly is full. So, you know, find ways to make it comfortable and enjoyable for you and your family, uh, your immediate family. You know, make sure that your spouse, your partner is comfortable with make sure you guys talk and you come to an agreement about what you're going to do. Um, but if you do have small children, multiple children, um, toddlers, and um, even teens, it, it can even be annoying for teens to have to leave the house when they want to stay home and talk to their friends or play games. So make sure that you guys decide all together what you want to do and what would be comfortable for you. Um, it does not have to be, I'm going to keep stressing that, it doesn't have to be anything major. You have to do what's best for you. And like I said, we are in a time that is very, very stressful. You know, um, there's so much weighing us down um, from outside, you know, and we really, really um, take on a lot, you know, with watching the news, with social media, and it gets to be too much. And so anytime that you have the opportunity to relax and to um, cut off, cut yourself off from the outside madness and be with your family and friends and have a good time, then that's what you should do. But you should do it in any way that makes you feel happy, that is comforting for you. Because at the end of the day, you're the one that has to go home feeling bad because your grandmother called you fat, <laughs> feeling bad because, you know, those family members sat in the corner and talked about you, um, feeling bad because you had to sit around with someone that has been abusive to you just because they're a family member. You're the one that has to take that home with you, and it's not worth it. No one in this world is worth you feeling like you're not good enough or that you have to, um, you know, eat shit just because it's, it's a family situation. You don't. You don't. And no one knows you better than you. So that is my main, 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 I'm going to say it a lot, point. Do what's best for you and make sure that you enjoy it. New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve. You know, so many people do so many different things. Um, I've gone to church sometimes. I've seen the ball drop in <laughs> Times Square. And now I stay home. 
you know, I stay home and, you know, you know how um, black and brown communities have their traditions with the collard greens and the pork and different things. I still do those things. Um, my aunt started us hanging the dollar bill out the window. So as I, I think as you get older, you appreciate um, being quiet, you know, praying in the new year or making a new year's resolution, resolutions. Um, but do again, do what brings you peace and what brings you joy. If you want to be by yourself, to bring in the new year or celebrate, you know, the holidays, then that's fine. That is fine. Hell, I'm my own best friend. <laughs> so I'm going to stay home. But yes, do what makes you feel happy and feel safe. Actually, uh, New Year's Eve, it seems like every year it gets a little bit more dangerous to go out on New Year's Eve. So, you know, make sure that you do something safe. But most of all, guys, find your joy. Find some joy. We don't always get a chance to find joy. We don't always have peace. Um, you know, in the middle of my spiral, the, the monster's always in my head, screaming and hollering. And so anytime that I can find a little bit of peace, I'll take it. I will absolutely take it. And I want you to do the same thing. Now, as I said, if you need help with finding a support group for grief or for anything, you know, if the holidays have you feeling a way, reach out to me. I will definitely, definitely find the resources. Some of them on are already on my website at divawithdepression.com. Um, grief Share is one of the organizations that I have, you know, suggested to people many, many, many times. Um, and you just have to put in your zip code to find out if they have a support group in your area. A lot of, um, of organizations since the pandemics um, have virtual support groups. So that's another option. Um, you can go online and, you know, meet with people and talk to people that are going through the same thing that you are going through. Um, but never, ever, ever feel bad about what you're going through. There's no shame. Everybody handles things in a different way, and you have your way, you know, but don't, don't make yourself feel ashamed. Find support. Okay, guys, so next week, I'm, I have two topics that I want to discuss. I'm going to figure out how, whether I'm going to do them in the same show or different shows, but I want to try to, I, I touched on it a little bit now about abuse. And, you know, I tell you guys, abuse comes in many, many, many forms. But I want to talk about, I, I want to get specific, you know, and I want to talk about it for different age ranges you know because abuse starts when you're young you know and it, it doesn't have to be um, inappropriate uh, sexual abuse it emotional abuse and there are things that we experience when we were you know in school in elementary school that they were really 
abusive type of situations, you know, people putting their hands on you and, and stuff like that. So I'm going to definitely um, start to discuss that more. Um, and especially when the holidays are here because people are, you know, stressed and they handle stress in inappropriate ways and it could get physical or, you know, it could become volatile. So I'm definitely going to talk about that within the next two weeks. And, you know, I want to get that information out there, but I also want to make sure that I'm addressing young people because I'm noticing that they don't really know how to handle their anger, um, their pain, and they think that everything has to be solved physically, and that's not the way. So um, I'm going to discuss that in the future. And I have some other things that I'm going to discuss. I want to try to bring some fun things um, to share with you to help you you know, find ways to have a little, you know, fun, you know, find a hobby, find an outlet. So maybe I can discuss some of the things that I do um, and we'll go from there. But I thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting me. It really, really means a lot. Um, even when I'm in a spiral, I enjoy sharing with you guys. So I really, really appreciate you listening. Again, divawithdepression.com, divawithdepression at gmail.com. I'm on all of the social media platforms. So always, always, I, I love when people reach out to me because that means that I'm helping them. And that means that I'm bringing awareness to someone else. So have a good week, have a good Thanksgiving, and I will talk to you guys soon. Take care. Bye.